fusion bitches. What? Tea. Spices. Oh, spices. I, I, I thought you what said. You I, said? I thought you said ISIS, and I was like, "Whoa, slow down, there, John." No, they no, have an abundance no, of. Yeah, I did, yeah, yeah, like that. In this episode, Boba Fett pitches a Boba Fett. Padme enjoys a spot of tea, and Ahsoka gets quirky with Corky. We'll discuss Clone Wars episodes two twenty two, three five, and three six in this edition of the Eleven Parsecs Podcast. Episode 37 of the 11 Parsecs Podcast. My name is Eric. I'm here with my good buddy, John. Hello. And today we're going to be discussing a couple of uh, Clone Wars episodes. And it's kind of weird, these Clone Wars episodes we're going to be discussing, because they're kind of jumbled out of order. But it does actually make sense once you watch them. Um, Before we jump into it, John, how you doing? I am doing well. How are you? Do you have a brew? I have, a, I have a special. Oh, special ooh, 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 tell me, tell me, tell me more. Well, special, special to me. I mean, you know, the the fine folks at Three um, Taverns. Okay. Maybe it's not special to them, but uh, do you, are you familiar with the beer A Night on Pond? Yes, I am very much. This is not that beer. Oh, okay, this is. <laughs> are you familiar with Big Bud Light? <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. Uh, this is not Bud Light. This is Big Night on Ponce. It is an Imperial Hazy IPA. Whoa, what's the percentage? Oh yeah. Nah, it's just nine. Oh, nine just nine. Listen to you. Oh, just nine. It's just nine. It's not a big deal. We've had like 10, 12, 11. We have. We've know. had some stronger beers yeah. on here. And I'm, I'm only drinking a, uh, uh, this one's low. I don't think, I think it's a, uh, let's see here. Where am I at? Where am I at? 6.7. So yeah, I'm, I'm kind of low tonight, but it's good. So, so I, like I said, I've been saving off my beers. Uh, I'll buy the four or five, six packs and save one off, put it in the back of the fridge with a little note, note card on it to make sure I don't drink it. And I am drinking a new Orthodox India Pale Ale series by Old Nation Brewing called m43 i've actually already drank the other three of these and they're absolutely delicious um i i I have had that but it has been years i you see it around here yeah so yeah no it's good that's a that's a primo yeah i think i I think i picked it up at our uh, our usual haunt and um yeah it's really good uh williamston michigan so i'm not drinking in state Mm. you are drinking in state tonight i keep it local my friend yeah i know i I should support the local i i choose to save the planet all right (laughs) Save on that gas or that electricity. Uh, are you ready, Pop? Yeah. All right. Three, two, one. Oh, yeah. yeah. Tough can. I've been saving this guy. Like, I've been, like, looking at him some nights being like, mm, should I drink him? Should I drink him? You, it's a good sign when you immediately smell your beer. Yes. Like, it just wafts, just explodes out of the can. Well, I would think so. Because you can smell Night on Pots just drinking it. Like, you, like that, that's a beer that I can honestly smell and probably recognize. Um, this, um, uh, do you, are you familiar with the cleaner, uh, like orange glow? Yeah. Yeah. I know exactly what it smells like that. Okay. Yeah. That's a very weird thing to way. say. Yeah. I was about to say you added that, that nice little thing at the end I, in a good way, because I like, I thought, yeah, I thought about it because I, think... I immediately recognized the scent. I was like, oh yeah, I know that scent. Yeah. And then you're like, yeah. then I'm like, I don't associate that with beer usually, but you know. Uh, next time you smell orange glow, you might just be tempted to. Tip no, it back. stop! We are not. We're don't not, do we are not Donald do not Trumping do that. that. <laughs> no, I don't think the the fine folks at uh, Three uh, Taverns uh, appreciate it being called orange. They glow, probably but don't, but it doesn't it, matter. It it, it 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 has that character, and um, it has that smell so profile. Mm-hmm. I think we call that a nose. It has the nose. You know, I never, you know, as much as I got into beer brewing and all that kind of stuff, I never got into the whole like mouthfeel and all that kind of stuff. I just never, I, I don't know. I just never like, like it, it seemed kind of like pompous to me a little bit. You know what I mean? Like the wine kind of crowd. It always, it always, no, it always gets pompous. That's why um, Untapped is really fun because you can give it the rating, right? It's good. It's not good. It's good. Yeah. It's really yeah. good. It's great. One through five. And and then you and it pre-populates the pretentious little bubbles down there of you know this has grapefruit and mouthfeel and <laughs> boozy and and I just say yep 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 I'm know, just totally gonna I, call it I agree pretentious it. bubbles now that's so good because you're exactly right because I see those things pop up and I'm just like yeah I guess it's got mouthfeel I guess it's yeah. got a good smell profile I don't know you know it's just like I'm not I don't know I'm not doing 45 minute YouTube videos on whiskey which I I'm not knocking a... people to do I I enjoy watching them sometimes I'm just saying that like I just can't I, I don't I don't get get that out of it i don't know maybe it's just because it's beer oh. i i like being um prompted does this taste like grapefruit yes it does taste like grapefruit. oh totally you know, yeah i'm not going to come up with that on my own yeah um i keep saying grapefruit because apparently this tastes like grapefruit or orange glow or whatever you said so or, or so or soul glow fruit glow soul glow yeah, yeah. soul glow, soul glow. Just like, just so- 
All right, John, we got three episodes to do tonight. Uh, the first episode is the final, Pent Ultimate Season 2 episode. We're moving on to Season 3, my man. I'm excited. I'm excited because we're actually moving on to something that's... Uh, we're, we're making progress is the best way to say it, maybe. Um, Lethal Trackdown, the very last episode. Uh, we got some We got some bounty hunters. We've got a, the continuation of the story, the, the podcast that we talked about... Or, sorry, of the stories that we talked about in Podcast 36... Um, if you remember with those, we thought it was kind of funny. We, we thought they were really good graphics. They're really good. But, uh, the Mace Windu whole Jango Fett thing, this is the, the, the kind of last, well, I guess I shouldn't say it's the last episode, but it's, it's close to the last episode. Uh, if you count the other two that we're going to be reviewing tonight, um, about Jango Fett and Jango, uh, kind of getting a little squirrely here in this episode. Like he doesn't like the fact that they've taken the prisoners. Um, I, I have to admit if I was going to end the season, I don't know that I'd end it on this one. What did you think? Uh, well, I, I don't want to get to the ending quite yet. Yeah, yeah, I want sorry. to start with Aura Singh. That's, that's yeah. her name, right? Aura yep. Singh with the with the antenna. Yep. Um, how she when when Django refuses to execute the prisoner, mm-hmm. one of the prisoners, to show how serious they are as hostage takers. She, and it's not shown on screen, but it's it's right there. Then they cut. Then you hear the blast. Yeah. Right. She she executes him in the back of the head. Yeah. Point blank range. Brutal. It's a kid show. Yeah. Yay, kid show. Yeah, seriously. No, it, it was. I, I remember watching that and being like, oh, man. And you even see, I think it was I think it was Obi-Wan uh, that is on the screen at the time, and he just kind of grimaces a little bit, and you're like, oh, golly. Like, that's a little brutal. Yes. And uh, and then, as a bonus, after that, you get to see his corpse floating away from the spaceship. Yeah. And you know, it, this is going to so well. We're sitting here talking about how brutal and gross it is, but would a shot bounce around in there? Like, would it go through the guy's head and then bounce around? Inside that little it didn't penetrate his skull. I mean, you don't see blaster fire like going uh, through and through, right? I don't remember yeah. saying that. It hits, it hits the person and it stops. And it's always been one of those caveats, or not caveats, conceits that, again, blaster fire is as lethal as it needs to be. It can be, you can wing a guy. We have that happen, I think, coming up. Uh, is it the next episode, maybe? Yeah. Uh, and and it, like he gets winged in the shoulder. And he shakes it off. And then you have others that get winged in the shoulder, and they're dead instantly. Yeah. No, I agree with that. It's, it's yeah. It's And I, I don't know if it's, like, a setting on the gun or what have you, but, uh, yeah. Totally. It's a setting on the writer. You know, the writer. Yeah, true. Fair enough. Um, yeah, I don't know. It was it was a, a completely brutal thing. And then you also see Jango kind of, like, waffling even before that. And then, because you remember, oh, they get yeah. into that little weird yeah. ar- argument on the holocron and all that kind of stuff. And then it's, like, everybody's kind of like, all right, Jango. Um yeah, I, I don't know. I just felt like it wasn't like an amazing episode to me. Like it, it didn't feel like the cap. You know what I mean? The cap for the trilogy. Yeah. It just it just felt like okay, we kind of know what's going to happen. Well, I, mm. yeah, it, you're you're you keep pushing me there, so I'm going to have to say the ending is just abrupt as all get yeah, out. Totally. It just just yep. you know just cut just done. Haul them off. Now, so um, uh, help me out here. Slave one. Yeah. It goes over. It goes over the horizon, so you don't actually see it, but it is a big fireball when it crashes. So it's destroyed. Is it? No. Well, obviously not. That's and that's, 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 how does that work? I don't know. Yeah, it's, I, yeah. I agree with you. Whenever I saw that, I was just kind of like, okay, are we repairing it? Or do you just buy it? this? Is it like Air Force One where like every ship that he buys is now going to be Slave One? Oh. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Slave One in honor of, yeah, okay. But, yeah, I, okay. I'm just guessing. No. I'm down with that. I got no I'm clue. down with it. Yeah, I got no clue. But that's what I'm guessing. I mean, I don't know. Maybe it is. Maybe it isn't. Um. That is that is um, a great explanation, and I don't think I would have thought of that. Call it Slave Two. Well, anyway. I thought of, I thought of Harrison Ford whenever I thought of you, when you said that, and then, then that led me over to oh, what was the movie with uh, uh, where he's in the Air Force One? Is it called Air Force One? Get off my plane! Yeah, what is it called yeah. though? What's the movie called? Are you joking with no, me? No, I'm not joking. I'm not joking with you. I'm really. It's not. called Air Force. It is called Air Force One. One. Okay, I thought it was called Air Force One. Then I was like, I don't want to make that mistake on this podcast <laughs> if I name it. Yeah, I, I thought it was Air Force One. It was one of the. Um, President's Plane. What is the uh, Jack Ryan series uh, authors? Oh, what is this? Didn't he write that? Air Force One. Yeah, wasn't that written by um, the guy that wrote the Jack Ryan series? It's not based on a. It's not based on a Clancy novel that I know of. Oh, I thought it was. We shall have to look if, this up if, at some point. Yeah, if he wrote the screenplay or something, I am wholly unfamiliar. Yeah, I always after he died. I always thought it was a. Yeah, I always thought it was a. The Clancy thing, but maybe I'm wrong. I went, I went through a Clancy phase, uh, read a lot of Clancy, Clancy and I uh, don't, yeah. <laughs> I yeah, went from, I I went from kinda, my goth yeah. phase to my Clancy phase. <clears throat> it was, a, my... yeah, it, but now it's, now it just comes across when I go back and uh, read some of them again. 
It could be a little uh, jingoistic. Oh, rah rah! Oh yeah, totally. Yeah, well, there's uh, yeah, yeah. There, there's and there's like I said, I, I think we've talked about it on the podcast before. Maybe um, I love the Dragonlance books as a kid, the TSR Dragonlance books, which is like a sub series of kind of its own world uh, in the Dungeons and Dragons world. And uh, I went back a few years ago to try to reread one, and oh boy, no, no, that's jingoistic too. No, not, no, 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 no. Well, yeah, they they loved America. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, it wasn't jingoistic, but it was very uh, like just brutal writing and i shouldn't say writing i don't want to disparage the authors in any way whatsoever because it, it's good writing for i just remember it as a kid just being like this is amazing this is like tolkien these, these are ya novels right yeah young adult yeah yeah so well there you go i mean okay well i don't know if you call them young adults or not. i yeah i don't know it, it 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 was it was targeted toward young adult but i don't think the young adult genre had taken off when i was a kid like we i don't like i feel like um oh what's the uh the hunger games was probably the first real young adult targeted novels mm-hmm. do you do you agree with that i mean did that not feel like the, no. the type of, okay so what would you say I mean, what would you harry say harry potter's earlier than that and harry okay. potter's not i mean yeah that, i'm sure there's something before that i just i, I can't think of it I, the hardy I boys the hardy boys nancy drew uh, i guess those are young adult, adult. that's not no it's not young. no that's like um, kid uh run sam run that's like one step above that okay they're, they're readers you know they're they're Meant to get you into reading, but I wouldn't call those young adult. Okay, well, th- this is this is interesting. Those are like old kids. We'll have to have a debate on the uh, on when the young adult uh, section of the library opened because I feel like we didn't really have that as a kid. But maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I just didn't. Read no, those. I don't. I don't. I don't think we had that at all. Man, young adult. Just a tangent. Some more, dear uh, listeners. Uh, young adult seems to be an area that is that is just full of uh, controversy and backbiting and, and infighting and just nastiness. Do you mean it's, do you mean between really the authors bizarre. or do you just mean between like the authors, like reviewers, uh, the fans, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, you know, the, the, I've, there have been so many controversies about uh, an author says something, whatever. And, and the fan base just, I guess Rowling would be a biggest example of that, but the, she's only one of many, many, many where the fan base just uh, basically canceled her. Like, no, nah, we're done. You, you said a stupid thing. We're done with you. We now own your work. You know, or or your work is banned. Your your work does not exist anymore. Well, like yeah, that, that's what I'm trying to like figure out because I, like I, I'm trying to think of other young adult novels that I think I've read. Well, all right, well, we're getting off on a t- let's go back to our episode. We can talk about this during geek time. Um, <laughs> all right, yeah. So we're we're, we're branching out here. Uh, so so I don't know. Do you do you think that was far enough off topic for no uh, no for no this no no no? We can get way off topic <clears> if, if we want to. But I want to. I'll, I'll tell you what. I'll yank you back. Uh, I'll give you whiplash. So Costas, right? Costas says I'm done. I'm out. Yep. Forget this. How stupid do you have to be to be sitting, what, 15 feet away from, from Aura Singh, plotting to betray her? Yeah, on a microphone. Or on a, yes. yeah, saying it out loud. On a, on a yeah. video call, yeah. Yeah, thing. yeah that, that, that's just, um, wow. Uh, I know why, again, I know why you do it. I know why it's done that way. But that's really, he really was stupid. Yeah, totally. And also, too, like, again, another brutal death. Like, it's like. Like cutthroat, you know. Another brutal death. That's right. And then uh, Plo Koon and Ahsoka go down to you know the underground and uh, where they can overhear uh, drunk people confessing their crimes while they watch strippers dance because it's kid show. Yeah, man, it's underworld. I mean, that's what I mean. Everybody knows what the underworld does. Do you, don't you remember Fred Flintstone and the Jetsons? I mean, that was like especially Jetsons. They man, had pole, they had pole dancers. Yeah, whenever whenever the Jetsons like whenever George would kind of like you know do his own thing and like kind of like float down to the bottom. <laughs> Stay out of cloud. Right, that's pole dancing. Stay out of cloud city. He's just gonna go down to the ghetto, down at the bottom. You know, he'd, he'd live his life. You know, he'd... I think I think I missed those episodes. No, you didn't. They, they were good. You just don't remember them. Um, okay, so so yeah. Overall, I I don't know. We got to move on because we got three episodes to do. I mean, it, like overall, like I think it was like a it was it was a decent episode, but it was a really crappy yeah, ender. I, yeah, the abrupt ending. I I did not really like it all that much. Uh, it's it's just yeah, it's pretty thin. Uh, it's a, it's a, they're advancing the plot in such a way that just things don't really make sense. You know, he, that character wouldn't do so-and-so. Uh, I don't, I, I don't get the point. Uh, help me out here. So Plo Koon lectures Ahsoka, you know, be subtle. You need to be subtle. Which is like this, which is like the plot the line of every single episode this season. Yeah, sure. And then he goes up to the bar to talk to the bartender plunks his lightsaber on the bar and says basically tell me what i want to know or you're going to be in trouble that's subtle yeah not at all and also too like i don't understand the whole hondo as like i liked hondo as a character in this 
But yes. I didn't like. I agree with that. But I, I don't. Did Did you feel like it was within his character of what we've seen of him so far to be like I, to be like I'm yeah. not I'm not going to help you. You can go do whatever I you want to do. Yes, I accept. I, I thought his his character was pretty well done in this, okay. with one exception. When he tells Django, "Your father would would want to you know tell where the hostages are because that would be honorable." What? Yeah, that was no, he weird. Wouldn't. Yeah, that was weird. I agree. No, he wouldn't. Yeah. I don't. Actually, here's a question I have for you. So Django, I said Django earlier when I met Boba. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, this is Django. Yeah. So uh, did did Django have any scruples? No. No, no, no. Did he have any um, affection, ties, feelings for the clone army? Ooh, that's a good question. If he did, I don't think we've seen any hint of that. Good beer. Yeah, no, I don't know. Now that you say that, like the only interaction, you don't really ever see him except when he's on. Um, oh, man, what's the ocean planet uh, where the clones were created? Uh, Geonosis. No, not Genesis. That's the robot factory place. Uh, That's the robot factory place. I knew that. No, it's okay. It's, hey, wait, um, we're learning. This is Waterworld. Yeah, this is yeah Waterworld. So whenever the with the really long tall white guys. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah. So whenever he's why you gotta go? Why you gotta go? Stop racist it, stop like it. That. Uh, Whenever he goes down there and knocks on the door, he says something to the effect of "My clones." I remember, like, I remember being like, "Whoa, you're right." Does he does he think that these are like his like brothers? Like 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 is there is there like a familial tie with these? Clones. I cannot imagine him having any either. feelings but, for them because they are basically like uh, you know genetically modified, lo- not lobotomized, but you know m- mentally uh, conditioned, uh, short lifespans. Th- he would rebel at the idea that he has anything to do with that. Let's be honest; he would treat them like the Jedi treat them, expendable. Sure, yeah. But that sure. being said, do you think his feelings got bumped with the addition of Jenga? Like, do you think that he can't not look at it? He can't look at a no, clone? No, because they say, they say that he wanted an unmodified clone. That's Django. Oh, good call. Unmodified. They, they did say unmodified. You're right. You're right. Yeah, they did. So, so he views, so he views him, him. Yeah, he views him as a little bit a step above. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. No, good call. I didn't think about that, but you're right. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, that's, that's, yeah, no, I, I don't, I don't think that he had any scruples whatsoever. And I think that, that line was out of nowhere for me. Um, well, I, I shouldn't say out of nowhere because I think Honda was saying it just because he wants to gain an advantage somehow. I don't know what the advantage is by helping the Jedi, or maybe they'll remember it later on. Or he... And I can accept that, that he's, he's saying something that he knows is just complete BS. And it's a kid. In order to and it's a kid. A result. Yeah. Yeah. And it's a yeah, kid that's, in, kid. that's impressionable. Yeah, I agree. In order to gain some favor with Jedi. I, that I buy. Absolutely buy that. Yes. Okay. So, so let's take that as, as fact, because I think that that's probably what the writers were gunning for on that part. But still, having them just hauled off at the end, yeah, I agree. It was just kind of like, okay, well, we wrapped this up really quick. This was really... Yeah. Like, like literally, it's like a 25-minute story, and then you had a five-minute ending? Like, like you know, I, that sounds weird to say it like that, but I'm just saying it's... it's it does it's, say, yeah. That's but I'm just saying, like, it's like you had... Well, not a 25-minute story. You had two 23, 22-minute episodes... You know, they built up to this, and then you end it so oh, and fast. Arc, yeah, sure. And then so right. fast. And you're just like, okay, well. Yeah. And then, of course, you know, when Django's, like, walking away or whatever, he's like, um, I'd still do it, you know, for Mace Windu. I'd still try to kill Mace Windu, but I'm sorry for what all I've done. I'm like, wait, are you? Or, like, I'm, I'm confused. Are, is it this just a death wish on Mace for your dad? I mean, is that is that is it really just Mace, or is it against everybody? So I, I, I'm envisioning that they're going to probably expand his character, you know, through season three, season four. And uh, we're going to start to see a little bit more of um, – of him uh, uh, expanding his hate, not just for Mace, but for the entire Jedi Order. But maybe that's me. I don't know. Okay, so moving on, let's look at uh, episode five. So we, we kind of jumped up a little bit, and I, actually we watched a couple of the first four episodes already. Uh, because this is, again, our podcast is done by Timeline. We go by BBY. And uh, the next uh, sequential episode is corruption which is episode five so it's technically episode five and it ships us right back to mandalore and um this was an interesting episode to me i just felt like the story was a little bit different than we've seen in other things like this is more of like a like a a political an an internal political drama that padme just kind of happens on and the arguing you know and and all that happens between the the high council or whatever it is on mandalore um she kind of you think she's going to step in as like a kind of a political advisor, but she really kind of doesn't. She just kind of is along for the ride. Did you catch that? I mean, it was like, well, no, she tries, and they make a very um, clear uh, point that the 
um, what the bureaucracy, the the what are they, the minister, the ministers? Let's just yeah, say the, the council, the high ministers, yeah, the council, high, whatever high, you yeah. want to call. <clears throat> They're just way too into bickering with each other. That, that's that's driven home in that one scene to the point where you can't get anything done, and that's why you have all the corruption. And then we have kind of a a, a sickening of kids, which is always a good tug at the heart. Um, and, you know, and it, it ends up being something along the lines of one of the dock guys gets busted for letting, uh, what were those people called? The Mugons? The Mugans? Mugons? Uh, oh, yeah, they did say I've I never seen that. Name. I've never seen that race before. No, they're the Snake Egyptians. Oh, the Snake Egyptians. Okay, well, yeah, yeah fair enough. Um, the, the Pharaohs, <laughs> the Pharaoh Snakes. The Cobras, um, yes. Yeah, so, so you know, it, it's just it's it's a it's an interesting episode to me, showing the showing the kind of like not just the corruption, but also the blatant corruption. Maybe is the best way to say it. Like the doc guy is just like, I don't care. Like he's just like, yeah, have my money for me, we're good. And then yeah. and I mean, it, it's so it's so bad that it's like blatant. You know what I mean? Like nobody cares. Everybody's like kind of like put it behind them. They're they're not worried about it. It's just part of the part of the job, part of the way you, you live your life. And then. Um, yeah, so we so we get these guys shipping in, and I didn't really kind of understand exactly what was going on. But basically, we have this like this uh, water that they're drinking for school, or tea. Sorry, it was a tea that they're drinking for school lunch, tea, and they're yeah. diluting it, I believe, because they don't have the main chemical. Which I don't understand why you can't just use water, but whatever. <clears throat> they don't have the main chemical. Yeah, the, the yes, the um, the Wikipedia entry. I think it was Wikipedia. It was very not helpful. It says that you use this substance to uh, dilute and extend the the tea. And you have to get the, the dilution correct. And I'm, I get like you wondering, well, can't you just use water? Yeah. What's so special about this stuff? Mm, anyway. Maybe the Lord doesn't have water. Um, I don't know. Maybe it's weird. And and they, um, so when they corner them, when they bust them in the warehouse. Yep. That, at first that got really frustrating because, I mean, you've got them cornered. You can just roll a grenade right in there yep. and you're done. Yeah. But they don't do that. No. Padme's got to be the hero. They, yeah, do you have to? And they, the way they go in with the pushing that big uh, block thing, yeah, the barrier that was cool. Yeah, it was that was, was yeah, kind of cool. That, that was cool. And also too, they had those those cool looking shield things. And like I like I enjoyed seeing the armed forces for her protectionary guard. And then I still don't understand necessarily like why those people stayed on or in the factory. You know what I mean? Like, don't you just direct the people to dilute the tea and then leave so you're not there whenever the people right. bust in? But anyway, whatever. Um, but they have to be. So that I'm not a professional tea diluter, so I don't know. But I'm just saying, you know, maybe that's maybe you don't want to hang out at the place you're like trying to rob. But anyways, but it, but it goes all the way up the chain. It ends up being the high. Uh, oh, what was his name? Pre- Prius? Prius? Um, no idea. Yeah, it, it ends up being. Well, let's get into that in the next episode. Um, yeah, so it ends up going up the chain. They're trying to figure out what's going on. Why are all these kids getting sick? And I thought the hospital scenes were kind of neat. I mean, it really did show like like people like doubled over in pain, and it wasn't like. Everyone was dying, but it was also kind of like, okay, this is a real deal. Like, what's the what's the what's the main circumstance, or what's the uh, common denominator between all these things? And uh, you know, they go back to the school, and the guy's not honest with them at the school, and he finally ends up saying, you know, I've been taking bribes from this place by shipping in this type of tea instead of the other type of tea. Um, kids don't drink tea. I mean, that's just the best way to say it. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I don't know. But this is really cool. This is co- this is space tea. It well, cool it's tea. it's space non water based tea. I mean, it's got to be cool. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and it's got some weird chemical in it that extends its life, which I don't know. Does tea go bad? I don't know. I mean, does it? I mean, it probably doesn't taste great for a while, but it doesn't go bad. Um, right. Anyways, welcome to our tea podcast. Um, yeah. Did you did you catch uh, at the end after they take down the guys at the warehouse and all that, um, and they kind of get back to the whatever it is the council, and you see them. Uh, or they're talking to the bureaucrats, and you see that nothing's going to really happen, at least not quickly, because of the bureaucracy. The bureaucracy is the problem. Yeah, and this point's... And it, it, to me, it was a big echo of episode one, right? When Padme uh, is speaking to the Senate and says, come help our planet, and they say, well, you know, we're going to kick this to subcommittee, and, and it's like, yep. no one's going to help us. Well, it goes back to the Tales of the Jedi 2, the one with the robot guarding the sun. Like, he thinks he's going to make a... Like, we talked about this on the last podcast. Like, he thinks he's going to make a difference. He's like, I'm not going to be like my dad. You know? Like, I'm going right. to try to help these people. But in the end, everybody's kind of like, well, you'll try. And then you'll get sick of it. And I think we discussed this on the last part, bit of the last podcast on 36, where we were just kind of like, yeah, he'll try. But he probably won't. It'll probably break down. And, you know, it just won't happen. And yeah. It's... 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 it's 
they're showing very well why this this master government concept is not working for them. And um, well, this, but that's not that's well. I take it back. This is Mandalore, uh, though, too. This is a little bit different. That's correct. It's that's a, a local yeah. planet-wide. Granted, but yeah. it's a it's a far more local government than the uh, Republic. And so I think it speaks to the overall position in Star Wars, which is that it's anti-government. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Thus far, what we've seen, I, I completely agree with that. Um, yeah, yeah, I, I'm, not, I'm not. Yeah, I, that's. You know, it'd be interesting to really. Yeah, I, I need to read up a little bit on uh, Lucas's thinking whenever he was writing it. Now, of course, he didn't write this stuff, but it carries on the same concepts. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what to say. He he makes a pretty pretty uh, clear case in Phantom Menace, uh, in, in the Ridge Tridge and the prequel Dude, that's Tridge. A good, that's a good name. Yeah, I've said that before, and you had the same reaction then. Did I? I don't remember yeah, you saying that's it. Fun. How, that's fun. Yeah, that's no. so fun. How how long? You, how you many gave episodes me such back? credit for that. How I many... didn't come up with it at all, but you you gave me such credit. And I'm like, okay. Go ahead. How many episodes back and, was that? Uh, Oh, not not long. Oh man, now you're maybe, making me feel bad. I really don't remember you saying. Don't feel Stridge. bad. No, no, it's fine. Okay, go ahead. Ridge Stridge. Ridge Stridge. Cool. I think it's so, a really um, awesome word. It, it, I think Lucas makes it very clear that he thinks that um, you know basically representative democracy has just is deeply flawed, and a uh, central uh, dictator, uh, the emperor, he gets things done. <laughs> He does. He gets things done brutally. But it may be slaughtering done. a planet full of children, but I mean, they're not going to slaughter themselves. Yeah, I mean, Greg, he's got to get the the shades up for Luke. Um, yeah, it, I, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I don't know what else to say about this episode. Like, it's just kind of like, oh, <laughs> there's there's not much there. There's it's developed more in the next episode. This one was really very simple, straightforward. Hey, they're corrupt from top to bottom. It felt like a like what? That was my question. Why are you showing me this? What does this have to do with? Yeah, anything? no, I totally agree. Like, 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 the next episode could have stood on its own, and you didn't need to tell me anything about this part. Like, what? Wait, let me say that. You, you needed to set up what was actually happening and why this guy could be implicated, but it wasn't that hard of a setup. You could have done it in like two minutes on the other on the next show. Oh, have Ahsoka uh, given the assignment? Yeah, uh, there's you know the Duchess uh, reports there's corruption and she wants to. Root it out. Go. There you go. Yeah, yeah I mean, that's, exactly that's a right. that's a very quick setup. Well, let's let's jump in. Let's jump into episode six, of the academy. Um, Ahsoka's been asked to come teach these kids. Uh, she comes down and starts, you know, discussing stuff. And and yeah, you're totally right. They could have just explained the whole premise of what they're trying to look for at the beginning of the episode, or she could have assigned it, or whatever, you, whatever you want to call it. But um, I hate that this kid's name Corky. I don't know why. I don't like the name Corky, <laughs> but it but it bothers me. Like every time I hear the word Corky, um, I'm anti Corky. But uh, I don't know. It was it better episode than the last episode. Uh, it was it was okay. What, what were your thoughts? Better episode than the last episode. You you always have to appreciate a good. Um, I don't know what the name for the trope is, but the you know the academy kids having their first adventure kind of thing Harry going Potter off on thing. their own and trying to yeah. yeah. Is that Harry Potter? Well, it predates Harry Potter. I mean, I'm thinking of um, what am I thinking of? I don't Animal know House, of, but. Nah, it's more like Starfleet Academy kind of thing. Red you know, Dawn? Like there was a... Red there Dawn? There was a... Well... Red, Red Dawn. Okay. No? No, wouldn't... Have, that's not... Nope. Not, not not what I'm going for. Okay, um, go ahead. I was thinking more in terms of Star Trek, but... Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. No, wow, I am way off track now. So, uh, good episode. You you uh, you have all the tropes about, you know, they, they immediately and easily discover the secret meeting with the bad guy and they're standing right on top of them that's the best part right on top like, of literally them. there's yeah. like five kids on top stage of whispering yeah do you see them they're so corrupt you know it, that kind of thing it's it's a trope it's you know it's passable uh and then someone knocks something over and they try to chase them down that kind of thing um they all barely escaped through the uh the little door portal thing in the engine they, they, she she was gonna ch- did, didn't she like trigger the door closed or something he would chop that kid's leg off yeah seriously they were they were worried about steve. get through there yeah, steve would have been yeah his leg's gone he's they're not you know they'll get it back to the medical they're not worried about it yeah throw him in the back to yeah it was yeah it, the whole the whole setup for uh why are these guys bad how are we proving that they're bad especially on top of that like canister thing or on top of that like um shipping container or whatever it was um, I was just kind of like, eh, you know, this is okay. 
but I think it got better. I mean, so number one, you you realize that it's Sabine's nephew in that one, or nephew in that what you call him? Oh yeah, this this kid has just all of the connections. Yeah, he's he's top of the line because he's you know. It, it, anyways, he he's he's head of the class. Everybody kind of looks up he's at a him. Nepo baby. Yeah, he is. He's a nepo baby, and uh, and nobody believes him at first, and then they're kind of like okay. And then, you know, it, it got really uh, dangerous for them really quick. Did you feel like, I mean, maybe, you know, it's 30-minute episodes, so I'm sure it's got to move along. But, like, I felt like once Ahsoka got involved, she's not like, hey, you kids stand back. I'll handle this. She was like, all right, you're in this. Let's go. You know, like, like you guys are in this. Somebody may die. <laughs> Get ready. You know, it wasn't very, well. I don't know. It, it, felt like, it felt like she didn't care about the kids as much as getting the bottom of this of the of the problem which well if, if we could uh so leading up to that uh the duchess really tells them basically to shut the hell up and go away yeah she ignores them which was like no. what's going on here and, and then ahsoka um tells them you know just forget it just move on forget it that kind of thing which is like what is, what is, what is going on here so all of that of course is to set up ahsoka showing up you know to save the day uh basically the next scene which is good. That's cool. And they have, you know, she's now she's involved. She gets tied up and all that kind of stuff. Um, very good um, uh, fight to get free. Yeah, that was good. It was good. But uh, to me, that's all fine. But to to me, I found myself, especially when they were when the kids were tracking down the original like corruption scene. You really you you it raises vast and deep the vast and deep issue of systemic corruption. And how you would correct that in a society. That is not an easy topic. No, not at all. Yeah, and, and finding out that the person who's reporting to you as Sabine is the one that is leading it. I mean, it, it's not that it's like, well, it's not that it's a lot of people at the bottom of the chain. It's all the way up the chain at this point. See, this is where that's, I think I disagree with you because up to this point, the prior episode and this episode, they make the point that it's corrupt up and down the chain. Everybody's corrupt. That's the that's the sense they give. And so that's what led me to ponder. How would you quash corruption that is just pervasive in a society? And there really there's an easy answer. And that is well, you have to produce abundance because abundance leads to a sense of social stability. You have hope of advancement. Um, and, and so you don't need to be corrupt. But that that's the easy way to say something really difficult. Produce abundance. Have a, have a thriving, abundant society. That that's great. How are you gonna do that? Yeah, no, I I don't know. I mean, there's there's really two answers to that. There's the abundance solution, and then there's also the uh, revolution solution. Whereas you're really just hitting the reset button. It's gonna probably happen again, but it's still hitting the reset button. At least, yeah, at, at least at least you get revolution. At least you get a, just, a lifetime out of it, or, or a it changes the 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 color of the exactly the coats. Yep, yep. You know, that's that's not solving anything. Well, it gives it, it gives a small pause. I mean, I, I'm not advocating for revolution. What I'm saying it's is not solving anything, it, Eric. It, but I'm just saying that it's 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 for the time that it takes to instantiate and ingrain that corruption does take a little bit of time, and you're granting the general populace maybe a little bit of time to uh, to be waylaid, I guess, or not waylaid, uh, to be um, sidelined to where they're not worried about it as much. Uh, that being said, though, the abundance thing is very interesting because I agree with you, but I'm also in the same boat, I think, is what you're saying, is that you just can't magically produce that. Like, that's like... like, Well, yeah, if, if you could just magically flip a switch and you have a thriving society, who would not flip that switch? Yeah, to, yeah. To, and to, and, and yeah. I that, that to me, that that's... It's happenstance. That's a it's, fascinating it's not, topic. Yeah, it's happenstance. There's no way to predict it. Is it, it happenstance? Yes, I Is do. Is it happenstance? Yeah. Well, give me an example. Of, I think sociologists would disagree with you. Well, they then would, give they would me, say, no, there's a reason why give me why an have. example of somebody that has said, okay, we are so corrupt that we need to make everybody abundant. Let's kick it in. Let's go. You can't. I can't like, give you an example of that. That's not, that's not my point. Wait. My point is that if you could just be abundant, you know, have again we keep saying the word abundant where it won't mean anything anymore but you you can just have a thriving society um it just doesn't work that way but it's not happenstance it does happen for reasons those reasons may be uh varied and really involved and lengthy and take place over certainly more than decades centuries but it's not happenstance it's not 
they just happen to be, you know, a thriving society. Just, just roll the dice. Okay, I'm gonna give, I'm gonna give you an example that I just thought up in my head. And maybe this wasn't the way that it happened, but this could be the way that it happened. I just don't know for sure. Uh, the gold rush in like 49 or 47 or whatever the the two main ones okay. were. There's one in California, one in Colorado. Um, you had these lawless towns. Uh, excuse me. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Why is the why is the uh, uh, dome of the Georgia Capitol covered in gold leaf? I have no clue. Why? <gasps> no. I don't. I really, don't, really. I really don't know. No. Why? You've never been to the mines, just north of where we. Oh, Dahlonega and like up there. The first gold rush was in, in Georgia. Country. That's why it's covered in gold. I did not know this. gold because there was gold in them there hills. Learn something new every day. Today, today I mm-hmm. learned. Okay. Anyways, I can't give you the year, but it, it predates well, probably predates forty nine or forty seven. Yeah. yeah. So uh, like twenty years. All right. Well, anyways, lawless towns out west. You, sure. you have. Complete chaos. I'm sure corruption. I don't know for a fact, but I'm sure there's corrupt as corrupt could be because there's no, it's lawless. Um, abundance got created in those towns from a natural resource that they didn't, you know, it was happens. It was happenstance in my opinion. Like they just happened to find big chunks of whatever it was that they were digging for silver, gold, copper, whatever, not copper, but silver, gold. Um, like what is that an example of what you're saying? Cause I don't think that the abundance created, well, the fact right, that people because, weren't going to be scoundrels, I mean, because there was scoundrels I, I all would, up and down the chain. That's what you're. That's where I would say that's that's the missing element. Is that is not an established society. This is clearly an established society on Mandalore. Okay, but what's, your, well, what's your definition? Of, what, what's your definition of an established society, though? I mean, like, like you just said, they're lawless. They're you know just anything goes. You can but who shoot says this the, wasn't law- Who says this wasn't lawless before Sabine took over? I don't know. I know. I, I, I don't. Was I, it, Eric? I don't know. I, I really don't know. I don't know the history of Mandalore. I know that they were always in civil wars and, you know, all this other stuff going up until Sabine. Well, let me think if I remember right, because Sabine's sister is I'm trying not to spoil anything for people that haven't seen Mandalorian, but her sister is bo Like there's a whole strategy or, or not strategy, but there's a whole. Um, Wait, I didn't know that. Yeah, there's a whole layer in there that's 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 a little bit different but i think that sabine was supposed to have united parts of the clans of the mandalore i don't know though i mean definitely not death watch because you've seen in the last you know two three podcasts we've talked about death watch being you know these kind of crazy guys they talk about death watch they, they think death watch is doing the tea thing the tea poison yeah they think so but then she's also yeah. kind of adamant about no because it's a go-to yeah right yeah it's a go-to villain yeah it's a, it's, a, it's exactly uh, right boogeyman. yeah it's a boogeyman and they can sit there and say that oh this must be a death watch plan and, and in the end though sabine i remember specifically the, the episode she talks about how she's like this is not death watch this is something else right um right. this is this is corruption within my own government that i need to fix this problem um, but let, let's get back to this. you think that it's fair to say that Mandalore, as presented in these episodes, is essentially the same as uh, a far western frontier semi town. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, Obi Wan and Sabine, your queen, almost got blown up on a platform by Death Watch. Does that happen every day? Was, does that happen every day in a normal society? I don't know that it does. She she was she's a Duchess. She's not. Oh, a sorry, a Duchess. My bad. My bad. The Duchess. I mean, they call her Duchess over and over. Yeah, sorry. The Duchess and Obi-Wan almost get blown up by a saboteur who decides to kill himself. <laughs> rather, no one said ra- there's no crime. Okay. No one said so we're, there's we're, no we've gone for, so, so it's not corruption. It's just petty crime. I'm not petty that's not crime. That's not corruption. That's not corruption. Oh, that's, I don't well, know, not, man. Death Watch is like, seems like a pretty embedded. That's like, not corruption. They're up on the no, moon. No, no, no. Like, talking, we're, we're talking about economic corruption the 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 interruption of the normal flow of of goods across a, or through a market that's that kind of corruption don't 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 twist my words. okay okay i i i don't know i i yeah i i don't know i i don't know what you would do if i if i were duchess Sydney, I, I don't know what I would do to cleanse the system i don't know that you can cleanse the system you probably can't i mean you can get as, you you start with the top you know and start knocking people down um does the does the pressure for giving money to the higher level from the lower levels? It, can you just not control that? I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, like it's like, like uh, in an in an economic system that is completely corrupted, except for one person at the top that maybe honestly has good ambitions. Um, I, like you know, you got three vice admirals, or you have this council, or whatever you have. The the next level down is the amount of money that is being pushed up from the corruption enough to. Just overwhelm them and say, "Hey, what am I doing here? You know, like, like why, why not use my position?" Um, I don't, I don't know. It, it's a good question. I, I, I don't know, frankly. I, well, all right. Let me ask you this: What would you do if you were in Sabine's position? 
I would simply not have corruption. <laughs> you simply not have corruption. Okay. So happen. No, so, so, so I, I maybe a happenstance about... comes by and says there's no more corruption. Everybody's just like, all right, cool, man. We're good with it. We're good with it. <laughs> I have I I the reason I found this episode so um I can't think of the good word. It's not intriguing. It it's it's it sparks thought. Yeah, yeah, that no, no, is. yeah. Philosophical. Is, I've thought about this. Uh, no, stop. Um, what, 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 what word are you looking for? I'm, I'm trying to figure out what I word. don't know. If I knew the word, I would say so the it's word. Not, it's not intriguing. It's, it's it thought-provoking. Thought-provoking. Is, is, is the word what? I'm trying to th- – but, but there's a word that means that. Anyway, I've thought about this issue before, several, several times before, because we have societies here on this planet that are – essentially based on corruption that everybody yeah. is corrupt and it's always because of a lack of abundance and I've, i i often it? think I, I i don't know if i agree with your statement there i don't know if i agree give with me that. a society that is the rife with corruption that is not that is not dealing with scarcity hmm. i can't think of one that is not dealing with scarcity and i i don't mean like um the 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 Town constable. Yeah, yeah, is, no, no. I'm looking at large. I mean, yeah, ma- up macro and down. Yeah, I agree. I like yes. looking at big, big things. Yeah, I don't know. I, I maybe all of the ones I can think of. They they are dealing with that. They are not you know first world thriving economies. Okay, I, I'm are. not. I'm not naming any specific countries. But I'm saying. Notice, I'm not naming any specific yeah, countries. Yes. Yeah, so 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 are there places maybe in the Middle East where oil is in abundance, but there is corruption all the way up and down. I don't actually know those societies well. I don't either, and that's that's what I'm thinking. I, I, there may not be. It, it may not be. It may be legitimate because they're like, "Hey, we've got all this money. I we can think, pay everybody." I I, 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 I don't think know. that that if if I could say if someone says, "Oh God, they're they're, they're corrupt. They're corrupt uh, through and through." The oil abundance in those societies is not pervasive. It is not spread across the society as a whole. It is um, locked away in layers, shepherded. Yeah. Yes, yeah. it is it hoarded. That is not a, a, I don't, a free society. I'm trying to think of sense. other things in today's world where we have societies that have an abundance of something that, and I, I don't know. I, I can't really think of anything other than that. I mean, I can't, um, it, it always feels like every time I think of a country that may have an abundance of something, they're lacking at something else. So it really doesn't matter. You know what I mean? Yes. That's where trade comes in. You can you can have an abundance of, of a thing, let's say rare earth elements. Yeah. Oh. And right. be lacking in almost everything else. Uh, uh, but if you have um, a stranglehold on it, you have no. Um, if the societal structure spreads that abundance around, then then you're not going to have a corrupt system. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah, I don't know. I'm trying to think back through history, or either like anything, like any times that that. Yeah, I mean, like, like I'm trying to think of the big things that oil, gunpowder, like you know, just stuff that's like, like the printing press, like just stuff that's like huge spices. inventions. What? Tea, spices. Oh, spices. Tea. I, I, I thought you what said. You think I, said? I thought you said ISIS, and I was like, whoa, slow down ISIS. there, John. No, they no. have an abundance of yeah, I did, yeah, like, spices. Yeah, spices. Yeah, spices. Yeah, t- totally agree with spices. The East India Company. Yeah. East India one Company, of the most yeah. powerful companies on earth. Well, I think railroads too. Yes. Railroad had a lockdown on transportation. Um. No, you had horses and cows. Yeah, but it was not the same level as a railroad. I mean, those tycoons yeah, were like the they were the they were the great. I mean, not the greats. They were the they were the how do you, how do you say it? They were the they were the um they were the rubber barons. They, yeah, the rubber barons. Yeah, exactly. No, yeah, you're exactly right. Like it, it was it was it was what Elon aspires to be. Like like you just you can't even, oh, the, the you can't even imagine. Yes, like you can't even the imagine. The Paul Gettys and the yeah. Carnegies, yeah. Uh, they had power. Vanderbilts. Uh, they had wealth and power. Uh, you do not see that today. Yeah, it, it was so stratospherically like bigger than what we see today, and the people that are like mm-hmm. at the top of the chain. That uh, yeah, you can't. But even then, though, I don't know that. I mean, they had a lockdown on transportation methods, but that didn't mean something couldn't come along, a uh, happenstance, and dis- dismember that completely within like ten you, years. You know what came along and dismembered it? The automobile. Nope. Antitrust laws. Oh, fair enough. Yeah, government. That's where those came from because of the robber barons. Well, here, that's that is that our example. What the 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 invocation of antitrust? I would laws. argue. I would I would argue that the United States. Um, in that era, was that it? Was that a clear? What is that a cl- Sabine clearing the house? That that no, no, you paused. You paused society, when you said that. You slowly her, no, said I have no. to formulate an answer. Okay, go ahead. Her, the, our society supported that because 
we were an abundant, thriving society, and no one was dependent on the corruption being in place. Okay, yeah, yeah. You could have been dependent on the uh, the goods and services that were produced by it, but you weren't actually dependent but upon But you're tired of, yeah. of paying yeah, those okay, fair extortionate rates for yeah, fair enough, know, fair enough. Uh, rail miles. Fair enough. So, it, so it, and, and we're getting really off topic here, but but if you were to choose something today, would you say, and I'm, this just popped into my head, would you say that this is along the same lines as, say, internet access today? Like, like what, what's a comparison that you could compare something today with it? To the, to the, to the railroads? No, well, to the railroads. In the heyday? Well, yeah, no, to, to the heyday of the railroads or to a... To a, the a, monopolies? A, yes, like a, a monopoly? specific, yeah, a specific monopoly that could be corrupted. It could be. I'm not. I'm not saying it is, but I'm just saying it. It, it could be. Mm. A monopoly. GPS. Is that a monopoly? Yeah, U.S. government owns it. Well, I mean, it's a monopoly in the sense that that our country owns it. I mean, it provides it to everybody, right? Uh, okay. I did not know that. I think so. I, I think the U.S. still. Well, there's no well, commercial let, solution to that. Well, there there is going to be soon with Elon. I think, but but I'm just saying, like, I think that. I believe, and I, I'm not completely educated on this, but I, I believe that the U.S. government came up with GPS, and we decided to share that with everybody because we saw it was such a tool, like Volvo and seatbelts. I do know, I do know that they restrict the accuracy. I know that. Yes, yeah, and and it, there's a strategic point in that, and there may be other systems out there that that are very similar to GPS that I just don't know about. I mean, from other countries, I don't know. No idea. But I'm just saying that I, I feel like there's 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 system level or uh, world level, global level tools. That are out there that people have put out there. Um, I don't know. I, I'm just, I, I'm just I'm trying, trying to think. Yeah, so, trying, uh, a, a current day like monopoly. That, I, that's a good research topic. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I not only for us, that. but for our dear listeners as well. <laughs> yeah, uh, right uh, in. And, you know, Join the Discord. Number thirty-eight. Absolutely, number thirty-eight. We can revisit the current day monopolies. I'm not sure why are we doing. That I don't again? know. We are we are so far off the off the off the branch right now. Like we're on a twig, sitting here discussing stuff. But but I liked it. It was good. I did, overall, give me. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, here, here's my here's my here's my thing for today. I want you to give me a score on what on one of the three episodes, your choice. Well, the, the last episode definitely because it, it uh, prompted. Yeah, it did uh, this conversation, which was preempted, or, or that's not the right word either. Uh, that's where my brain was going while watching it, and right. and that's fun when something sparks. Yeah, it does. It did. You, know, yeah. you to to Agreed. think about a broad issue and sort of investigate a little bit. Um, that's always fun. Yeah, fair enough. I agree with that, especially after this conversation. Yeah. So, give me a score. Oh. Uh, I told you you get to choose this. the episode, and then you oh. get to get the score. Oh, right. So, so this, okay. Oh, God. So, this, this episode, 3-6, a score. Uh, I, I mean, it's it's kind of good. It's kind of good, but it's not great. So, uh, probably an 80. An 83. Okay, 83. Low 80s. Okay, I was going to say 84, 85. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Not my favorite episode, but not bad. I mean, it was, it was it was it was. I did not get the thought provoking that you got, but now that we've talked about it, I am rolling it around in my mind and wondering why I didn't get it because it, it is pretty good. Um, yeah, that's good. Yeah, I'd say, I'd say eighty four. Yeah, probably eighty four for me. Which is not bad, but not great either. We've had some other episodes that were just gun blasting, you know, fight scenes that were higher ranked. I think, but yeah, it was good. This was sure. Good. All right, John. We got we got five minutes. What have you been watching? What have you been reading? What have you been video game? Five minutes. Yeah. So, are you familiar with the uh, German uh, series on Netflix called Dark? So I have heard of it. I have not watched it. I was in that same camp. I, I everybody would refer to Dark like, oh, Dark is so. And, good. and I feel like it was when a couple talking of years about something ago else. that people refer to. It's an older series, right? Not that old, but yeah. Okay, like, like two or three years. Like it was COVID. It was during COVID, right? Was it during COVID? I don't. I, I I thought it was just pre-COVID. Maybe, maybe I'm wrong. Okay, 2020. Okay, go ahead. Go no. Go ahead. It's recent enough. It's a late model series. Okay, and I um really didn't know what what it was about, and I didn't want to. Uh, it was enough that people referred to it in glowing terms uh, over and over and over again, and. I knew you would not be f- that familiar with it, so I've been debating like how far do I go into this because there's parts that I really want to talk about, and I don't think it's spoilery. 
It's general terms. Yeah, general terms. It's three is fine. seasons. General terms is fine. Okay, three yeah. three seasons. Uh, do you remember the the show um, you watched or the show you watched with um, uh, not, oh, um, Joe Jameson, uh, Spider Man, uh, J.K. Simmons, where you kind yeah. of alluded oh. to the show and then you didn't. Yeah, what was that called? Uh, the one where they go to the basement and they end up going to the other world. Yeah, what was? Oh, that one. Oh, I was thinking about the other one. Oh, no, no, Where no, he no. goes to a different world. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Um, where they go, they go to, like, the basement of the house. Yeah, I don't re- know. This is a totally different series. They go to an alternate reality. Uh, that was, what was that called? Well, that was, like, speak to me like one or two Speak seasons. to me like you're speaking, because you did a very good job of not spoiling the show, yes. but you still told yeah. me about the show, and I'm, I'm fine with that. Okay, so this is set in Germany, and as you might imagine, everybody there is German. And I flip back and forth between uh, subtitled and dubbed, uh, depending on how much attention I really wanted to pay at the at the, at the moment. And uh, I, I recommend subtitled if, if you can, you know, have that attention. Because I don't speak German, so you you have to pay attention. Um, started out, it started out good, and then it kind of hits a phase of. They're, the characters are prolonging the mystery in an unnecessary... No one would... you know, If you were a normal person in this circumstance, you would just say, like, here's what's going on, right? But they can't because you're meant to be, you know, in this mystery. And that gets a little frustrating. Just, just... You can just tell... Just tell him. Just tell him right now. You would normally tell him what he needs to know right now. But you're not because it's a mystery. So, but it was still good. It was still good. Um, first two seasons, good. And then, remember, it's three seasons. And then, and, and it's not spoilery. It's just something I think you probably need to be aware of. When you go into the third season, it, it for me, it was, okay, you're, you're wearing this carpet thin. This is just, you're retreading and um, get on with it because I don't need any more of this. You, you, you just, you're just making the same points. But it ends pretty strong, and what they do, there's a reason why season wait, three wait, wait, is. You, way just, it is. you just like wrote off the whole season three, and then saying it ends no, strong. No, the beginning of the beginning of season three is like, oh, I mean, come on, just, just, I mean, really, we're 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 you're you're trying to add another layer, and it's so transparent, and and just it's the same crap, and the, all you need to know is if you have the same, re- you may not have the same reaction, but if you have that same reaction, just keep going. Uh, it does end pretty pretty strong, and um, I see why people speak of it fondly. It it does it does kind of get you there towards the end. Uh, not for me, not not amazingly, but I get it. Good series, dark on Netflix. Yes, on Netflix. Okay, yeah, I'll add it to the queue. Like I like. Uh, they're, they're, Your queue must be like a mile freaking long. It is. It, it actually is. <laughs> so, uh, well, what happens is you get these like weird times, like right now. Like I have like five different shows I'm watching right now because they all hit at the same time, like like shows that are weekly progression kind of shows. And then, um, yeah. and then I get to like the doldrums, which is in like November, where there's just nothing to watch. So that's when I usually hit back the queue. So, so this show, three seasons. How many episodes per season? Um, I don't know. Like ten, an hour a piece. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So there's a, there's a, there's a, this is three seasons at an hour piece, ten shows. That's an investment. You ask too much. Of I know. It's not like a, it's not like a The Wire investment, but it's an, it's still an investment. Like that, that's. A, I still I still uh, regret that because I, I I need to revisit that. I tried The Wire and I think I got like half an episode, and I'm like, I don't care. No, there's not much. Everybody's <clears> disappointed. <throat> Speaking about of Breaking Bad, that I had to. I think I took a break on that one. Because again, it's not a fun watch. No, it's not. It, it's, well, it's certain, a, it's certain a, episodes it's are. A, certain episodes are not. Oh, what you like watching uh, chicks drown in their own vomit or something? Well, I mean, you know, people part, people you? burning people in bathtubs with acid. I mean, I, who am I to judge? You know, like it's like a you know, it's not a fun series. <laughs> it's 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 dark. It's dark. Yeah, I made a point to go back and finish it, and I felt like I was doing like a job yeah so that's it's good i will never it do good. that it i will never well do that. done I was... well i'm glad i did because it, it is i mean come on it's very well done it is really um uh just i i'm so impressed with what they did but it's not a fun show yeah it's just not it's, it's kind of you know cringe and and ooh and gore and um 
bad people doing bad things and you know that's not a fun show but anyway um so you said that you have a bunch of shows hitting what are you watching oh man okay so what i'm going through right now and i'm trying to spread it out a little bit uh, last of us of course i haven't watched the last two episodes of last of us but enjoying last of us um f1 drive to survive season five just came out Oh, it did? Yes, yeah, so this is reviewing last oh. season, which I watched a little bit more F1. So usually I don't get up on Saturday and Sunday mornings to watch F1. Uh, I'll watch it later on. This last season, I really didn't watch it as much as I thought I would. Uh, not live, but I would get up some mornings and watch it uh, live. And I watched a little bit more to kind of keep up with the story to see how that story that I watched compared to the actual Drive to Survive story that they present. Because I, I really like... Over the, over the years, I felt like I watched the race, but I don't keep up with any of the. I don't want to say characters. I don't want to keep. I don't keep up with any of the drivers. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's like I don't like you see this stuff on Drive to Survive for the previous four seasons, and you're like, oh, okay, well, this is must be how it really is. And then you see them all hugging backstage, having beers and stuff, and you're just like, is it really like that? So like one of my focuses this season was I wanted to keep up with 2022 to actually see how the drivers did, like what the drama should have been. Versus compared to what the show is. And to be fair, I've only watched one episode, so I'm not totally into it completely yet. But, um, yeah, it's pretty good. I mean, it's the format's wearing on me a little bit. That sounds weird, but, like, now they've got, like, a drive to survive for golf. Now they've got, like, a drive to survive for football quarterbacks and a drive to survive for tennis people. And, like, like... Is it is it is it over dramatizing something that's really just a sport that people just go to play and then you know go have beers in the clubhouse afterwards? Well, you don't you don't have to watch those. You know, I don't, but I do for F one. I do for F one. Um, no, for F one, sure, but uh, you you. you oh no, I, I don't watch. I don't watch the golf. I don't watch the quarterback. I don't watch okay. the NFL stuff. I've never got. Yeah, into I that. really. Yeah, I never got into that. I want to say I could not care less, but but if you described uh, F one to me before I watched it, I probably would have said, "Say, I don't care about that." But and then you I, watch it. I am always in awe about how they. You you may think it's manipulation, and it is. But I appreciate. Yeah, no, it, it gives, how they're able no, to craft that story. You, you, yeah, like like what that show has done for F one in the U S. is insane, absolutely insane. And that's exactly yeah. why all these other sports are trying to remodel it, you know, and, and make it for themselves because it really did. I mean, it's it's a great show. It was great editing. It was great photography. It was great everything about the show. If you haven't watched it. Uh, I wouldn't say start with season one because that's technically five or four uh, F1 seasons ago, which is kind of weird to watch something from four years ago. But um, watch the last season, which was uh, season four, uh, which would have been 2021's races during COVID and you know some of the lockdown stuff, some of the not lockdown stuff. Um, it's good. It, it, it's a good show. It, you know, I'm not gonna not gonna not gonna dwell on that one too much. Uh, Clarkson's Farm season two came out. We are about yep. halfway through that. It's really good. Um, and then Tournament of Champions, which is the one food show that I really, really watch all the time. Uh, it's like this, uh, it's a Guy Fieri production, and you've got like 32 different chefs that do this like bracket battle, you know, blind taste testing and all this stuff that gets down to like these two. And uh, it's a guilty pleasure of mine. I think I actually talked about it on a podcast last year because, uh, yeah, this would have been probably podcast 17 or 18 uh, was when we were doing uh, about a year ago, whenever TOC season three came out. And uh, so season four is out now, and we've been watching that week to week too. So uh, yeah, there's a lot of stuff on right now. Like like every night. Like so, what we usually do. Um, so I, I game a bunch too. Uh, Lightfall just came out for Destiny two. Uh, Baldur's Gate three. I've been playing a bunch lately, and then uh, another game called Hardscape Shipbreaker uh, here lately. And then um, yeah, my 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 TV time is like one show a night usually. Like one episode. Let me say that back. Take that back. One episode a night. So the wife usually comes down. We watch one episode of something, and then. I play video games for the rest of the night, so it's it's a pretty good split. I mean, it's not, um, yeah, a lot of stuff going on. Oh, Mando too. I watched Mando last night for the episode one of uh, season three, episode one. That's a weekly release, right? Yeah, weekly release. Have you watched yet? I'm really debating. No, I'm debating whether to. Yeah, it's to, um, to... yeah, it's it's. Uh, I'm not talking about the episode itself. Uh, I'm, yeah. I'm just saying, like the uh, the timing of that's. It's one of those ones where I'm I'm in the same boat I think as you where I'm just kind of like do I want to wait and like watch like three of them in a row, yeah or do I want to just go ahead and watch one per week and kind of remember what happened last week or not kind of remember but like have to go like watch a preview to remember exactly you know what went down last week and all the Easter eggs and all that kind of stuff so yeah I, I don't know I, I think that we're gonna try to keep up with that weekly but it, we may just wait and let it all build up. I'll, I'll probably break down and watch it. I I could not wait on last of us uh i had to go forward with that so 
uh, and that's proven to be did, awesome. Did you play the game? I knew you were. That's like the first thing you ask, right? Yeah. Um, n- no, uh, okay. that's PlayStation exclusive, and and I've not had PlayStation. Yeah, no, no. I, for a I, long I, time, I always ask it just because, like, it's pretty good with the game. Like, it's pretty close. Yeah. So it's like that's what so, I. So it's like yeah. like I watch my wife watching it, and she's like like Game of Thrones level, like super focused on it. And I mm-hmm. like and I, I don't I don't want to say that I know what's coming up next, but I know the general feel. And it's like it's like okay, this is good. You know, this is this is okay. Good. Well, let me ask you this then, because uh, William had that question on uh, Discord earlier, yeah. and that is because he was planning to play the game, and I was I would not play the game after watching the show. So you would do the game first? Yeah, I would do the game first for sure. It's like a book. Yeah, that's, like a book. that's that was my advice based yeah. on nothing because I haven't played the game. But it just seems like you're interactive with the game, so you'd want to be interactive with something you don't know what's coming. Exactly. Yep. Yep. You're totally right. Like I, I would not, and then and then appreciate the show, you know, as you can. Yeah. There's a lot of people that are excited because I think the game's coming out on PC the next month or so. Uh, oh. Like or, like the PlayStation game is going to be coming out on PC, and I don't know how I could go back and play that game after watching the movie or after watching the show. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it, yeah, I get yeah. that. Like, 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 there have been some movies that I've gone back and read the books. It's few and far between, like very few. Um, well, that I do. That I have no. Do problem you? With. Okay, yeah. So, 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 because there's usually such a separation between the movie. And- All right, so let, let me ask you this question: it, it, Comparing the, uh, how, how do I say this? So there, there's books that are written before the movie. So the movie is a adaptation of the book, and then there's also things that are movie adaptations. I guess you call them. Like, like there's certain. Um, like The Last Jedi is a great example. The Last Jedi had, after the movie came out, you had six comics that came out that were uh, adaptations of the movie in comic form. And then you also actually had a book that came out that was based, on, I think, on the script from The Last Jedi. Like, what? what is your, like, would you ever go back and read the the latter? Like, the ones that come out after the movie? Or would you only... So, I am s- familiar, yeah, I'm familiar with what you're talking about there. I don't think I've ever read a a novelization of an uh, existing movie okay okay so so it's only the ones that i come don't out think i the movie the ones that were the original uh manuscript or the original yeah in the movie in the movie is the the, the visual adaptation of of the written work uh, i i really don't think i've ever read um the other way around okay okay well that, well, that makes sense okay it, and, that's, I, and I don't it, I, I don't know that i can even go back so so there's times that i've gone back and read the actual books but it's usually if there's a very wide gap in between when the book was well, written and the movie yeah. came out yeah yeah right yeah and that's usually the case and uh it has to be obviously it has to be something that you're really into uh that you want to read more you know it could be a different Sort of a different story, if you think about it, right? It, it ends up being a different story, but it's still set in that world or with those characters or whatever hooked you. Uh, so it's still enjoyable. So let me ask you one more follow-up question. So, so the so I, I see with Netflix, like Netflix will like there, there's a, a, a there's a lot of movies that come out based on books that have happened in the last couple of years because Netflix is trying to ride the wave of the book being popular. Yeah. Okay. So, so, oh, so yeah. snap it off. Yeah, yeah. It ha- happens all the time. Okay. So old movies, like like old movies. When I say old movies, I mean like ten years ago, pre Netflix, um, before streaming services, a movie had to go to production, had to go to writing, had to be approved. It took years and years and years to make a movie. So the ones that made it through seem to be ones that were like, like the book was written like maybe in the sixties, the seventies. But now we've shrank that window down to like like uh, oh, what is it? Nicky Jones and the Six. There was some young adult uh, book that came out. It's about a band that's kind of like this kind of uh, former Fleetwood Mac-ish kind of band. And uh, the book came out maybe three years ago, and they're already making a movie about it. Like, they're already making a, or a movie or a show. I don't know what Netflix is doing, but <clears throat> excuse me. I don't know. What- I'm actually, uh, that that happens uh, enough freak- uh, recently that something, a movie will come out or a series will come out, and everyone's uh, raving about it. And it turns out that it's based on a, a book that, that came out maybe two or three years yeah. ago. And and they snapped up the rights and and filmed it right away. And I've never heard of it. Yeah, totally. Yeah, no, no. You know? Yeah, it, well, that, that's my question though. Is that like, would you be more adamant? Of, or sorry, would you be more hesitant to go back and read those books because they just came out versus something that came out in, like the fifties or sixties? If I've seen the movie or the series, it is. Well, I can't say it. It's it's. I think it's more unlikely that I'd go back to the source material. One major exception to that would be actually two that I can think of. Major exceptions to that would be uh, Lord of the Rings. Yeah, uh, I was wholly unfamiliar 
with that IP when uh, Fellowship came out. Okay. I, and everybody around me knew the story. Yeah. And I was like, this, you know, we're watching the movie. I'm like, this is great. Wait, why is it over? They're not there yet. And and they're like, go read the books. Yeah. No, so, yeah, it's yeah. a class. So that's, that's maybe the outlier just because of Tolkien influence. So well, much. the other, the other notable uh, example would be uh, Dunny. I was, I was, I never read that. Wait, what? Uh, it was really Dunny. It's about this the desert planet with giant freaking worms oh, on Dunny. it. Okay, okay. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Uh, no, I never read Dune uh, until what? I guess during COVID. It was during during lockdown. Interesting. Never read it. So, did you read past the first bit for Dune? I am currently, uh, and this gets into more discussion than we probably. Yeah, yeah, we, have we, right we now, yeah, we, we will go to the next podcast. Let, let's pick that up on the next pod. Okay, well, at least tell me what book you're on. What. What book comes after Dunny? You don't even know. Children of Dune? Nope. Messiah? Yeah. Yeah, okay. You don't even know. Listen to you. <laughs> Listen to you, John. Okay, so that's a great way to end the podcast. We'll have some more geek discussion on the uh, the next podcast about uh, Dune. What did you call it? Dune? Dune? Dunny. Dunny. Okay, Dunny. Dun- no, okay. I'm not fancy. Okay, well. Like Applebee's. All right. <laughs> okay, so the uh, on the next podcast, we're going to be doing episode... Uh, sorry, season three, episode seven, Assassin. Uh, episode three. Okay, this is really weird. This is a really weird uh, jump back. So it looks like we're doing season three, episode seven, Assassin, and then season three, episode two, Arc Troopers. Which is, I mean, hmm. it's uh, you know, I, I trust the list. We follow the list, exactly. But um, but that's really weird that we jump back in time so much. Anyways, and then we're also going to be reviewing uh, Tales of the Jedi three. Yeah, three. The Chosen, I think is what it's called, uh, with Mace Windu and some other stuff. So it should be a good episode. I don't know. My beer was good, John. How was yours? Delicious. Uh, thank you, Free Taverns. Yeah. Wait, I don't have to thank you. I gave you money. Yeah, I was going to say, you paid them for the beer. You paid them for that. Because we, we live in abundance. In <laughs> There's no corruption here whatsoever. Um, all right. Uh, until next week, everybody stay safe. John, thanks for joining me. Thank you. All right. See you guys next week. This is the 11 Parsecs Podcast, episode 37. If you enjoyed this podcast, please take a moment to subscribe and leave us a good review. And be sure to check us out at 11parsecs.com and Discord. I'm Jonathan Smith with the spicy Eric Thompson. Thank you for joining us.